If you want to obtain a Kentucky dealer license, all you need to do is obtain an insurance policy from an insurance agency. You're going to have to register with the Secretary of State and obtain a Kentucky sales tax certificate. You'll need a building and a lot. You'll have to have a sign, submit some photographs, and then you are going to easily submit your Kentucky dealer license application to the Kentucky Motor Vehicle Commission. I'm going to show you how to easily obtain your Kentucky dealer license right now. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Hello, I'm Dallas Johnson with Dealer Training, and if this is your first time here, I want to welcome you. If you're a licensed dealer or you are interested in obtaining your dealer's license for the very first time, our content is designed just for you. So please consider subscribing so you can listen to content for dealers as soon as it is uploaded. But first, I want to give you some really valuable contact information for the Kentucky dealers. And Kentucky dealers are regulated by the Kentucky Motor Vehicle Commission. And you can contact them. You can call them at any time at 502-573-1000. Once again, that is 502-573-1000. Or you can visit the dealertraining.org website. Click on the Get License tab on any page and then just go down and click on Kentucky dealer license to find direct links and contact information to the Kentucky Motor Vehicle Commission. Okay. And once again, that website, it's going to be mvc.ky.gov. I want to go in depth in the six steps that are required to obtain a Kentucky dealer's license. Step number one, dealer surety bond and insurance. You may be required to obtain a dealer surety bond in order to get a Kentucky dealer's license. And I always recommend this as a first step in obtaining your Kentucky dealer license. The cost of your dealer surety bond is going to be based on your credit score, and the cost of your insurance is going to be based on your driving record. And, you know, I am often asked what it costs to obtain a dealer's license, and I can never really answer that question accurately because the total cost will depend on your credit score and your driving record. The state of Kentucky may require you to obtain at least a $25,000 dealer surety bond in order to be gained a dealer's license, in order to be granted a dealer's license. Now, the reason I say may require is because they're going to check your finances first, okay? And, uh, you know, many dealers are going to be required to have that $25,000 bond. Now, does a $25,000 bond cost you $25,000? No, absolutely not. A bond is going to be based on your credit score. So with good credit, a $25,000 dealer bond is going to cost you around $200 a year, maybe $300 a year. But, you know, if you do have a blemish or two on your credit score, that bond price can increase dramatically. Also, your insurance company is normally going to send you an invoice on that bond every year. So they will uh, definitely keep you in compliance. You've got to make sure your bond is never never expires during your dealer licensure period, okay, if you are required to have one. So keep that in mind. Uh, when you complete your dealer application, you're going to enter some financial information, and the state of Kentucky will then determine whether or not they want you to carry a bond. If they want you to get a bond, it's not that big of a deal because just about every state in the country does require that you do have a dealer surety bond. So just keep that in mind, and you're also going to need to have what is called dealer insurance. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. And you're going to have to get a specialized type of insurance, and what we call it, we call it dealer insurance, or sometimes we call it a garage policy. Even if you don't have a garage, they still may refer to it as a garage policy. And this is going to be dependent upon your driving record. That's the pricing is dependent upon your driving record. So if you have a really bad driving record, you can end up paying quite a bit more for your insurance. So you're going to have to have insurance policy that will cover your vehicles that are in, in your inventory and possibly any service vehicles, like maybe you're running a tow truck to haul cars back and forth from the auction. We refer to that as a service vehicle. And the vehicles that are being test driven on your lot is referred to as your demos, obviously. The state of Kentucky requires every vehicle driven on any roadway in the state to have insurance, including those vehicles that are being test driven by your customer. So I'm sure your insurance agent 
we'll be able to explain the different types of coverage. But I want to kind of give you a real uh, a quick rundown on these. Dealer garage liability. Dealer liability is just like liability on your own vehicle. If your customer wrecks one of your vehicles into another vehicle, the insurance will only cover the other person's property. It will never cover your property or your demo because it's dealer liability. I'm going to recommend either when you're starting out or shortly thereafter, uh, you know, once you've started obtaining a little bit more of an inventory, you want to bump up your insurance coverage. And, you know, you might think of it as full coverage, but in our industry, we refer to it as open lot, dealer's open lot. Dealer's open lot insurance does not cover a specific amount of vehicles. It covers a dollar amount. So let's say you have $50,000 worth of inventory. You need $50,000 worth of open lot coverage. You know, Kentucky has tornadoes. Kentucky has floods. Kentucky has hailstorms. Uh, recently, I saw some pictures of a dealership in the Midwest that was hit by a tornado, and over 700 vehicles were destroyed on that dealer lot in about two to three minutes. Uh, if you remember a couple of years ago, Hurricane Harvey hit the Gulf Coast of Texas and flooded Houston. Over 1 million vehicles in Houston sat underneath water for about two days. So if you can imagine throwing a computer in a bathtub for two days and expect it to work afterwards, well... You know, there's really no difference with a vehicle. So we need to be concerned about theft as well. And I've read articles covering dealers that have had their entire inventory stolen overnight. So if you ever showed up to your dealership tomorrow morning and found your entire inventory gone, well, you would not be the first dealer that that's actually happened to. And, you know, I've seen dealers go into financial ruin because they did not have enough coverage on their inventory. So be sure you have enough coverage on your inventory so you never go into financial ruin. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Not every insurance agent sells insurance uh, that covers inventory, so you might need to make a few calls. I always recommend getting at least two quotes because I have found that one insurance agent on one side of the street might be asking $1,200 a year for a dealer policy, and the insurance agent right across the street from her might be asking $5,000 for the identical coverage. So it is absolutely imperative that you get at least two quotes. And I always recommend, you know, go to Google and search for Kentucky dealer insurance and you will see several providers that do want to earn your business. But like I said, I always recommend getting a dealer surety bond quote and insurance quote as your first step. And that way you're going to have an idea of the total cost outlays that will be required to obtain your Kentucky dealer's license. The startup costs to be granted a Kentucky dealer's license might seem expensive if you've never been in the industry, but you're going to realize soon there's a huge markup on vehicles, and, and you're going to be amazed at the price you pay for a vehicle at a Kentucky dealer auction and what you're going to sell it for a week later on your Kentucky dealer lot. And you're going to probably wish you have attained your Kentucky dealer license 20 years ago. So I say go for it. Uh, you know, I think you're going to be really glad that you are getting into this very lucrative industry. It can be very rewarding. There's just a few sets of rules and guidelines that every dealer in Kentucky will need to follow. Step number two, registering your business, and you're going to have to get what's called a tax certificate. So, you know, if you're a corporation or a partnership, you will need to register with the Kentucky Secretary of State's office. If you're a sole proprietor, you're going to need to file a name Sometimes we call it a DBA with your county clerk. So you can call the Kentucky Secretary of State Corporations Division at 502-564-3490. Once again, that is 502-564-3490. And you can actually file your name right over the phone if you want to, but it's a little bit easier going straight onto the Secretary of State's website. The trade name under the dealership must have the words, 
used cars, auto sales, automart, motor sales, or something that clearly identifies the business as a motor vehicle sales business. I want to repeat that. The name that you're filing and starting as your Kentucky dealership must have the words such as used cars, auto sales, automart, motor sales. You have to clearly identify in your business name that you're selling motor vehicles. This trade name must be the exact name that is listed on your dealer sign and your insurance and your bond. So make sure all your, you know, the name on your dealer application, your sign, your dealer bomb, your dealer insurance, all must be identical, okay? You're also going to have to obtain what's called a revenue cabinet sales tax permit. Once again, this is called a revenue cabinet sales tax permit, and you can do that over the phone as well. And here's that phone number if it's helpful for you, 502-564-3306. Once again, that is 502-564-3306. And once again, you can get this at dealertraining.org. Just click on the Get License and scroll down to Kentucky, and you'll easily be able to complete these steps. And remember, these steps need to be completed before you submit your dealer license to the state of Kentucky. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. Step number three, building and lot. You must have a building for your Kentucky dealer's license. Your building must be permanently enclosed and either owned by you or leased by you. And it does need to be basically devoted to the operation of your dealerships. But no matter what, if you're operating a retail dealership where you're selling vehicles directly to customers on a lot, or a wholesale dealership where you're selling vehicles directly to other dealers, you have to meet all local zoning requirements. Now, how do you find this out? Well, you can easily contact your city hall or the county courthouse's planning and zoning division where your dealership is located to make sure that that building that you want to use meets all local zoning requirements to have a Kentucky dealer's license. Applicants should contact their city, and you definitely need to find out whether or not that building is zoned correctly. And and real quick, I have talked to dealers in the across the United States because I give the classes all over the United States on a very, very regular basis. I do in-class trainings. I do online trainings. And I have talked to several dealers that purchased real estate to have a dealer's license only to find out that their local city or their county would not allow them to have a dealership there. So, you know, once you have found out the price of your insurance and your bond, once you have a building, you definitely need to make sure that it meets local zoning requirements. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. And also, you have to make sure that your display lot is the actual same address as your business building, okay? So always please keep that in mind. And one thing I have to make sure that you're very aware of, once you get your dealer's license, the state of Kentucky is going to require all of your sales activity takes place at that license location. So let's just say, for example, you're in, let's say, for example, you're in Louisville and your, your lot is in Louisville. And let's say someone from Covington finds your vehicle on your lot and says, hey, I can't make it down there to Louisville. Can you bring that up here to Covington and show it to me? You can never do this. They call this off-site sales activity. And the state of Kentucky strictly prohibits you from having off-site sales activity. So you will have to explain to that that person up in Covington, you know, that they're going to have to come down and take a look at that vehicle at Louisville. Uh, otherwise, there would be a violation of the state law. Now, how can you handle this when you're handling, say, for example, internet transactions? Because many of you might be selling all your vehicles online, and that's great. I'll show you how to comply with Kentucky law. Let's say, for example, you got that lot in Louisville, and let's say, for example, you got that customer in Covington that says, hey, I want to I buy that vehicle. Hey, that's great. Well, the customer in Covington is going to need to mail you all the paperwork, including the payment. And once you've received that at your Louisville lot, that's an on-site sale. 
And once you've received the paperwork and the payment at the lot, then you can ship or deliver the vehicle up to Covington. Okay, but one thing you could never do, and this would definitely lead to the revocation of your dealer's license, would be like, say, for example, you go halfway up the interstate and you meet this person at a rest area and take payment there and do the paperwork there. That is off-site sales activity, which is a strict and clear violation of Kentucky law. So make sure when you do get your dealer's license that all retail sales activity takes place at your dealership location. Now, wholesale activity can take place, say, for example, at a dealer auction. Let's say you want to sell a vehicle, you know, you're in, in Louisville and you want to go up and, and sell some vehicles at the Cincinnati Auto Auction. You can do this. Uh, just make sure that all retail sales activity take place at the licensed location. So, you know, just to kind of give you an overview of your building requirements. Okay, now on your lot, your lot has to be at least 2,000 square feet. Once again, your lot has to be at least 2,000 square feet. You must have parking areas that are adequately adequately surface, such as asphalt, concrete, or rock, okay? So you can't just have a grass lot. You're going to have to have a dealer office that is at the dealer's established place of business with at least 100 square feet. I want to repeat that. The state of Kentucky does require that you have an office in your building with at least 100 square feet, and it has to be equipped with office furniture, such as, you know, desks, chairs, and a filing cabinet, you know, reflective of functional use. And you, you want to make sure I just want you to be very, very aware that this has to be a safe retail environment that's conducive for doing motor vehicle transactions because the state of Kentucky does not want you getting your dealer's license and then filling out titles next to some car on some jack out in your garage, okay? So you have to have at least a 180-square-foot office. And also in that office, you are going to have to have electricity, lighting, heat, and a working telephone. I want to repeat that very important statement. Your office is going to have to have electricity, lighting, heat, and a working telephone. You must have installed a working landline that has to be listed in your dealership name. So keep that in mind. Unfortunately, the state of Kentucky does not allow you to have a cell phone. You have to have a landline. So make sure that you get a landline. This is part of the state law, and uh, you definitely want to make sure that you have met that requirement. You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. You're also going to have to have a business sign and submit some photographs in order to obtain your Kentucky dealer license. You must have this sign either permanently mounted to the front of the building, or you can have it, say, for example, on a pole out on a display lot. The state of Kentucky requires that the dealership name on the sign, the letters must be at least nine inches or larger. I want to repeat that very important statement. The dealership name on your sign must be at least nine inches or larger. And the sign's got to be professionally designed on, you know, permanent material, not a banner. You can't have a banner. Okay. A banner on plywood is not really a permanent sign. You can have a permanent business sign created at any sign company or sign shop for a very minimal cost. Okay. At least one sign must be located on the building and clearly visible to customers on the street. Another step is submitting your application. You can download your application at dealertraining.org. So just click on the Get License link at the top, then click on the Kentucky link to download your Kentucky dealer license application. Also, you'll see a link on that website to the official uh, Motor Vehicle Commission website. That's going to be mvc.ky.gov. Once again, that's mvc.ky.gov. When you submit your application, you should receive your dealer's license back from the state of Kentucky in about 30 days. Once you obtain your Kentucky dealer's license, you must display it prominently because this is a state law. You're going to work really hard to obtain your Kentucky dealer's license, and you're going to be so proud of that thing once you've gotten it. So display it prominently because state law does require that Kentucky licenses are displayed prominently. So you don't want to just throw it in some desk drawer or file cabinet or something like that. You must display a dealer's license prominently. 
You are listening to the Dealer Training Podcast with Dallas Johnson. On a final note, I've been in this industry for many, many years. I've owned a profitable dealership myself, and I've trained thousands of entrepreneurs just like you in a classroom environment all over the United States for many, many years. And I've always found that if you maintain 100% compliance with your dealer's license, you're going to maintain 100% profits in this business because you cannot make all this money with that license if you're not following all the rules and guidelines. So, you know, you do get fines from the state of Kentucky if you're not following every rule and guidelines. So if you maintain 100% compliance, you keep all your profits. 100% compliance equals 100% profits. Always remember, ethics and integrity will take you to the very top of this industry. Thank you very much for listening to the Dealer Training Podcast. If you found value in this podcast, I would like you to, to please share the podcast. Please consider subscribing. And when you are ready to take your income to a whole new level, we have a training program that will definitely get you started. Just go to dealertraining.org. Once again, that's dealertraining.org. Click on the big blue download training button when you are ready to change your life. Thank you very much. This is Dallas Johnson with the Dealer Training Podcast, and I really appreciate you listening to us.